Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back for another OG Show Live. Mr. Randall, how you doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down... Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for News. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to once again the Bass Guy Gapiers. Brother, this is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Palatine. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur, your host. Welcome back to the Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal. Hey, welcome back to Off the Water. You here with Adventures of Outdoor Woman Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, go to eastport.info. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Hello, hello everyone. This is Matt and Brad with the final class. Classed. The final cast. Yeah, go on it. Man, Brad, I'm starting off the shows from now on. You suck. I know, dude. It's because I screwed up one word. <laughs> just just fire me. Yeah, I'm done. Whatever. Now, nah. nah, how you doing, man? Good, you. <clears throat> Not too bad. It's work starting to slow down, so I get to sit there for eight hours and do nothing, which is terrible. But it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I just I, I I can't stomach sitting and doing nothing when I could like just leave work early and go fish. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hey, going back to the uh, show we had last week where I talked about Lyn fluorocarbon. I respooled everything with Red Label and i fished with it and caught two fish uh two big catfish on on the red label and the line didn't snap oh like, surprise yes. surprise <laughs> no man i bet you, i bet you're just happy to be able to go out on a float and not have to retie yeah it, it was it was nice it was, i didn't have any issues at all so don't buy line guys that stuff is crappy it's the big old popo but uh, there was something I wanted to talk about before we started this episode, and I cannot remember it. Oh, man. I hate when that happens because it was something juicy, and I can't remember. Did you anything. have it like – did you just think about it like a few minutes ago? I thought about it when I – before the show started, and I went up to go to the potty. 
I thought about it and I was like, dude, I need to say something about it. And I forgot. So maybe it'll come back to me or maybe I'll never think about it again. Well, that sucks. I'm kind of interested to see what it was. Yeah, I don't I can't remember what it was. That's going to bug me. <laughs> crap. That's going to bug the crap out of me now. The whole show. Everyone, if you, if you watch on YouTube and you see me. I'm just thinking. I'm trying to remember what it is, but whatever. Um, was it a fishing related? It was fishing related. It was fishing product related. I can't oh. remember what it was. So, oh, well, poo poo. If it um, comes up, just blurt it out in the middle of us talking. I will. Like, it's like I've never been shy of just interrupting everyone. So I don't really care. Um, just yell it, be like, oh, yep, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely. I for sure will. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything before we start? No, I'm ready to get into it. Cause it's going to be a fun topic. I think. Yeah. I think especially with us three, because most of the summer we've all watched each other fail, try to do this. So, cause this year's just not been the year for tops, but uh, yeah, last year wasn't either. So I know. So on this episode, everyone, we're talking about top water baits and utilizing what we believe are the best that we've got uh, uh, success out of for smallmouth bass on our rivers and lakes and all that fun stuff. And we bring back Justin Marshall. <laughs> Guys, up, dude? If I come on the show as my spirit animal, do you? Heck no. I was going to say it. that the other day. I was thinking that the other day. Somebody's like, what's your spirit animal? I was like, probably smallmouth. <laughs> I don't know. I wish it was a smallmouth. <clears throat> That's a sweet hat, though. So you guys listen to the podcast, go to YouTube, go to the four minute mark, watch Justin tur- do it, do a side thing and shake the tail. Yeah. <laughs> he has a hat on that, that has a fish on it. So it's pretty sweet. I found it in my grandpa's uh, barn when I was cleaning it out. I remember when I was little, I used to play with this hat. I forget where he got it at. Probably just a local tackle shop or something. And uh, once I saw it again in his barn, I had to, had to bring it home. So this thing's like at least 25 years old. You need to wear that on the river. I do. Yeah. I need to fix the tail. Tail's a little, it's coming off. I need to put some more adhesive on it, but it's definitely a sweet rally cap. I need to, I need to find one now. You guys talk so much yourself. <laughs> Good luck searching. I've never seen anything else like this. Just type in fish hat. <laughs> if you find one, send me the link. Oh, okay. Google images. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're gonna talk top water. Uh well pe- people know who you are, Justin. Let's let's do this real quick. Give us three things nobody knows about you that follow you on Instagram. Uh three things nobody knows about me. Jeez. I know I put you on the spot, but it makes it more fun that way. <clears throat> um they might know that on the side I also do collect video games. Um, so been doing that since I was about 17 years old and I have a, one of the rooms, we have a three bedroom house that we're in right now. And one of the rooms is from floor to ceiling video games. Holy crap. So I, I hit yard sales and stuff. Um, whenever I'm not fishing or if I just want to switch it up a little bit so I don't get burnt out, I'll hit some yard sales and I specifically look for video games. What is your rarest piece? 
video games are crazy right now, but I have I have several games that are in the four or five hundred dollar range. Jeez. They're always they're always fluctuating, and it's just a bad time to be a collector if you're you're just now getting into it. But um, I mean, there's some there's new stuff for the Switch because I'm an active collector for the Switch. I love the Switch; it's, it's so fun. I, I but there's games for that. that there's games for that that have actually reached the four hundred dollar mark, like certain collectors editions. Jeez. So it's really hard to tell. It, it's hard, really. The, the the market doesn't really make sense right now. How how things are kind of jumping up and, and whatnot. But I got a couple Switch games that are like four hundred dollars. That's pretty dope. I have e, I have Eastbound for the SNES. That's over over two hundred dollars right now. But I don't, I don't I don't do it to cool. turn around and flip stuff. I, I do it because I want to I want to be surrounded by this stuff and i just want to go into my little lair and play rpgs and play through games and, and that's just kind of what i do outside of fishing fishing comes first video games come second and then they kind of flip-flop when it gets colder out i'll be playing more video games than i'll be fishing but i'll still be going fishing like i don't know 10 to 15 times throughout the winter time so but it's mainly on weekends because it gets yeah. so dark outside well so yeah, there's that um Two other things. I grew up in Riverside, Ohio. I know that's not a very exciting one, but Riverside. <laughs> and I went to private school for all 12 years of my life until college. Huh. Interesting. Yep. First grade until up through high school. All, all Catholic I, I, private. That, that makes more sense why uh, when we first met. We had some of the times we had. <laughs> that's also a private school person. You guys yeah. drink more than I did. Well, <laughs> well, you guys were private school people, but you were way different than I was. It's not like yeah. I was homeschooled or anything. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. You're not or sheltered. I'll give you that. I will say, since you brought up video games, uh, we were talking a little bit before the show how like the only arguments that I ever get in is when Stacy gets mad at me for buying stuff. Yeah. So while I was at Disney. Right before I bought a lightsaber and uh, the Mandalorian helmet behind me. Uh, so I got the invitation and bought a PS5. Uh, <laughs> she wasn't a huge fan of that. Oh, yeah. I'm putting that, that on my Christmas list. Yeah, dude. I've uh, The only way that I can find it is you have to do the Sony invitation crap. So mm -hmm. I finally got it and I lucked out and had decent internet at or Wi-Fi at uh, Disney, which was dope, uh, at a restaurant. And I've been rushing, not rushing through, taking my time playing Jurassic World or... Not Jurassic World. Um, I think it is Jurassic World. Yeah, Jurassic World 2. They got a new game which, out? Yeah, it's the second one, and it's it's basically a sim game where you build a park and all that stuff. I love that crap. Dude, I've sunk so many hours in that already. It's on <clears throat> yeah, I like uh, RPGs, and then I like turn-based strategy, tactical RPGs where you take turns moving moving on a board, trying to defeat enemies and stuff. Right now I'm playing I know triangle you, you like Triangle Strategy is a good game. Oh, I just You're finished play playing it. Uh, uh, they're remaking KOTOR. You see that for all the next-gen stuff? I didn't see that, no. It's a full remaster of KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic for all the people out there, uh, which is a turn-based. It's it's not where you're on a board, but it's a free-world turn-based game that's all based in Star Wars. They're remaking that. It's going to be dope, because that was like one of the best RPGs Wars, I've ever man. played. Yeah, I, I, never Star got Wars. I never got into that one, but... It sounds pretty sweet. Like you, you put a lot of hours into it over the winter time. 
Oh yeah, like you can get lost in the universe. <laughs> Infamous rabbit hole. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> See, we so, always go down these rabbit holes. So we should good. just change the name from the final cast to the final rabbit hole. <laughs> or rabbit or, hole fishing. Rabbit hole. You gotta break it up a little bit, right? There's only so much you can talk about with certain topics. Yeah. You're not wrong. Now but, this is a topic with top water. I think we can really dive into and break it down a little bit. So start us off brad where do you guys want to start at i mean so the earliest in the year i've gotten top water is usually like mid-april but the last couple of years it just hasn't been good because water clarity and you know, i don't know so this year let, i yeah, just haven't i haven't used top water but maybe two or three days out of the entire year so far yeah i, I haven't have not, really been throwing i've been catching them on other stuff so i figured I'll wait until it's like prime time where I see people online saying I caught all these on top water and they're monsters. Then maybe I'll go out there and put the, put the popper on or something and, and use that the majority of the day. But I have not used top water as much as I have in the past. I ha- I'm not regretting it either, but I know I'm going to be getting it out here soon. Yeah. Do you want to know the only top water fish I've caught this year? I've caught six. They were all in February, and they were from the bank at spring. I don't even think I have six fish. Really? The ones that I have that, were all dinks. Dude, I went out there, and I had just bought one of the lures we'll talk about. Just bought uh, this colorway in the the Pop Max. And now I, let's start I didn't with poppers, man. Let's talk about that one. Okay. So I'll just start with this this right off the bat. So this is m- one of my favorite poppers. This and the Rico. Just the Ricos are in the truck right now. But the uh, Mega Bass Pop Max popper, it's a little bit bigger bodied, um, gets you a little bit more like splash. Um, but yeah, I just bought it, went to Field and Stream. I think I was coming back from dove, not dove hunting, duck hunting. You no, know, it's February, so it wasn't even hunting. I think I was going there and I was buying something for hunting related because I needed it during the season. I didn't have it, but whatever. So I stopped and I was throwing, I was dragging the jig around, which was stupid because you can't really do any type of bottom fishing at that little pond. And I had it on. I was like, well, I just want to see the action. I was throwing it and man, it just got hammered six times in a, like six casts, six fish. And that's I was crazy. like, this is insane. Uh, and that's the only top. That's only because I haven't been throwing it the rest of the year. The other than a wake bait, I've been throwing a wake bait a little bit, but that's subsurface. Like it's top water, but it's not, I don't know. We'll get into that. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that was the pop popper story. What so. the Pop X you said? Mega Bass Pop X? Mega Bass Pop uh Pop Max. Pop um they Max. have a Pop X. Um, this is the half ounce Pop Max. And this is in the ba- baby bass colorway, which I'll be the first to admit I bought the colorway. I did. Yeah, that's I, like one of the only ones that they carry. It is, yeah. Colorway. Um I'll be the first one to admit for everyone out there, this is my own personal professional opinion. The, the color of the baby bass on the sides mean absolutely nothing. Uh, it just looks really cool. But I like I like a white bottom popper, um, white or black. Because yeah. to all these ones that have like different colors, and I don't think it matters. Um, Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right. 
and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. And then I just like feather trebles on the rear end. If anything, it's the belly that matters. Yep, it's the belly. That's all. Like you can buy. I've got a box full of frogs that are 87 different colors, and half of them are white belly, half of them are black belly, and they all do the same thing. So stick to the textbook, right? Just like the colors black and blue, green pumpkin, watermelon, maybe with a little bit of red in it, and white. Pretty much all you say. I think that a crawl color pattern, this has nothing to do with top water, but whatever. I think a crawl color pattern is, is is a play. I'm a fan of it. Like a red with a little bit of black or something. I like it. Interesting. Yeah. So, so the, the Pop Max, like, how do you compare it to the Rico, for example? Like, I know uh, all three of us has used the Rico, so we can talk about it. Yeah. So really really close do you have a rico yeah that's like one of the, yeah I, bone I love babies i love a rico bone it's tied on right now um that's the one compare they're about i mean they're not super different i mean at the end of the day it's a popper right so you're not going to get as long yep. as it's chugging water that's what you wanted to do now i think the pop max the rico i feel like they have you can get them in a really good cadence and they don't want to scoop or dive like you can yeah. keep them continuously popping some that you'll find will have a really pronounced lower lip because they're they're really wanting to spit that water but sometimes if you start popping that too fast it'll want to like grab it and dive which completely ruins the cadence the ricos are really good because if justin if you can show that to the camera closer the top of that is more pronounced and the bottom is more it's just more concave so it really yeah. grabs that water and in the it brings it off the concaveness and spits it out. So you're getting a lot more disturbance. So this fish narrow down on where it's at. Well, I was also going to say with the Rico, you, you really don't have to do much with your rod. I mean, you can barely twitch it. It just splashes water. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it's a super, not a whole lot of, uh, <laughs> I'd have laughed. You hooked yourself. Then you I actually like did me. before I did that. I actually did. <laughs> Matt did that the other day. Ooh, that's a good I one. I did. Oh yeah. There you go. A little blood for the for the show. It's a battle scar. Keep my man card. <laughs> All right. So so uh Rico, what do you what do you think about it, Justin? Uh this is I'm pretty new to the popper game altogether. I really have I not too. used them a lot. Uh if at all. Uh before last year. Hmm. Even last year I didn't use it very much, but I enjoy using it. It kind of slows you down a little bit to change a pace. And after you've got a couple fish in the boat and you're satisfied, it's fun to go to those things that you've never gone to before. You're more willing to do so. Yeah. Um, it does. It keeps good balance. It does 
uh, it's got a little bit of a rattle in it that does. It sounds good. It does sound really good. Um, I like how, how it does it side to side. I can't really compare it to anything else because I haven't used anything else very much. So I can't really um, say if this is worth the $25 that you're going to pay for it. Or I guess if you use anything enough, it's going to be worth whatever you pay for it. Yeah. However, you've also found lures like this on the river and given them to me. I was about and to say this, that's the one I gave you. Yeah, this uh, I put I think some... that was a Strike King? What is that one? It says on the bottom, it's Berkeley Bullet Pop 70. I knew yeah, it's it was a bullet. It's a bullet pop. Bullet Pop 70. It's a really good looking lure. It's all black. <clears throat> it does have a nice cup in the front. Uh, That's what you want. And I put it rattles, and I also put some nice. Um, I think they are Berkeley. They're also Berkeley size two treble hooks on it and i think this is going to also do work yeah it's a little That's... bit bigger than the pot than the the rico slightly bigger and it might even be a little bit heavier but that's okay as long as it i, I try not to get too caught up in the, the technology of certain baits yeah not too not too much caught up uh, i feel like it's just gonna add something that's gonna be a mine crap for me when i'm on the water yeah um because we're going to talk about another top water that i've had for some time and i've caught 18s on it and, and i don't have i don't have much on this popper yet i feel like this has more of a particular time of the year more of a, a niche setting i was gonna say seems like the fall time is the best time to use them whereas we've used the other ones even in the summertime and yeah, fish have come up and, and killed them. Yeah, I will definitely say I think the popper is a fall bait. That I think that February thing was a fluke. Like I don't think that's going to happen again if I try next year. I only have major success whether I'm here, whether down south's a little different because if you can get fish schooling on top, like on a bait ball or something, you can throw a popper in there and get them to hit it. But you could throw a piece of hot dog in there and they'll hit it or a piece of celery. It don't matter. Like they'll hit everything. They're they're fired up. Um, but I think a popper, especially on the river for smallmouth, is you're looking at fall. Falls when they really start to hone in on that top water bite, start getting fat, start getting way more aggressive than smallmouth already are aggressive yep. out the gate. Um, so yeah, there was a one one trip I took down the Great Miami with Ryan Dole, and it was it was early May and the water was 62 degrees, and he he used that popper all day long, and he kept getting smashed one after another. So I'm gonna have to force myself to use it like that. I'm gonna have to tie this thing on, and I'm actually kind of looking forward to it because it's a good size. Yeah, it's, it's not too bulky. I like more of the finessey stuff, and I throw this. I throw this with a seven foot medium spinning gear, and it's perfect, man. It just glides off, sets so nicely in the water, mm -hmm. and then that tip, you just walk it from side to side. I feel like it, uh, something is gonna happen with this bait. Either I'm going to get my final game piece for the smaller games board. Something exciting is going to happen with this because I, I don't have really that. I don't have any memories for with uh, poppers. So <laughs> the very uh, first I time gonna... I ever, the, the very first time I ever threw the popper, I was floating with Ryan Dahl again a couple years ago down south, and I threw it right into this like calm section deep water, and uh, not a 19 hit it. And I set the hook so hard with it. He was like, dude, don't do that. 
was like, I've we never just talked before. Just let him take we were it. just talking about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything memorable on the river yet with poppers. Uh, got some stuff down south, but it's never really my go-to topwater bait. Mostly because kind of like what you said, Justin, you have to, you don't have to, but you slow down a little bit and you really can pick apart a hole with it, which is nice. But at the, I mean, I'm, I, sometimes I'm so impatient, which with jigs on the river this year, I, I had to go out and I brought two rods with me that day and I had a jig tied yeah, on and I, I, I know, I know <laughs> I had two rods. I had a jig tied on and I had a, uh, I think I had a Ned rig and I brought it cause I knew they weren't biting on the Ned rig. No, I so had two head. rods on the left side of your kayak. Was there five yeah. on the other side? <laughs> no, there was just two period, which okay. believe me Jeez. about, 10 or 15 minutes into it, I, has, I wasn't getting hit on the jig, and I was like, this was stupid. I should have You're starting to rod. get this river thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I know. And then I, learning, uh, dude. I started hammering on the jig, and now I can't put the jig down. Like, I'm throwing it almost every trip we go out. I'm getting hit bit on it, and I love it. So I just got to force myself to do it again with poppers, kind of like you said, on the river, and just learn to fish it. Because I think popper, to me, poppers was like a slack water technique. Yeah. So it's just learning to fish it in a little bit where the even the water's not moving fast. It's moving enough to where you have to kind of change how you fish it. So I think this yeah. bait is one that's that's worth looking into and, and learning how to throw and putting it in the arsenal because even though I haven't used it a whole lot, I have read some books and the popper is one bait that they bring up over and over again as just tried and true and that you yeah. should be throwing. I'm the kind of guy that likes to try maybe one or two new things a year. Again, I try not to con consume myself with it and get off track. Like if something's working and I have a track record of using something in a certain area and it working one year and I go back the next year and it smashes them, it's like my focus is the fishing. As long as I'm catching the fish, reaching my goals with that. Then, then I, I allow like one or two new things to come in. But I, I think this is one that I've kind of let my guard down on. And, and yeah. I think it needs to fit in needs to fit in somewhere. And I think it's going to be fall. And I think I need to take those days to throw it for four or five hours. So that, that's my It's going to happen, man. I think, it's, oh, yeah. I think we're going to have a good fall using the popper. Yeah. So I've got, I've got a couple different ones here to be using. Most of them, um, let's see, I have five popper, uh, six poppers all together. First one you've already seen, that's the Rico. Pick that up in near Dale Hollow, that gas station that's got like a tackle, a legit oh, yeah. tackle shop. Dude, I, 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 it. I had a dream about that tackle shop two days ago. <laughs> and it wasn't anything else other than we stopped and we just went in and we just looked around. That's all it was. And that's it was a good glorious. Dream. I, dude, it was great. Dream. It was awesome. I love that. Like I Basically can't wait what to we go did get that tackle shop Turned into I'm a like, wet yeah. dream for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got the one I'm looking forward to throwing that Brad found. Anytime he finds a lure, he gives it to me. And if it's not hot garbage, then I'll put it in the arsenal, which most of them are good. Except yeah. for one time he found a, a mouse. I got a grasshopper. No, I got a grasshopper for you. Grasshopper. You also found a, a topwater mouse, and you can't change out the hooks on those on those mice. Oh, and I just, it was rusty and everything. Then I got this one here. This is a live target. I have, this has no use whatsoever. It came from my Lucky Tackle Box subscription. Like, dude, I have the ago. same one. Yeah, yeah I got yeah, the same yeah. one. <laughs> it's, it's really good looking. 
and I don't see why it wouldn't look. It wouldn't work, but again, it's just a matter of using it. Then I have a classic popper that came out of one of my grandpa's tackle boxes. Actually, no. Found this on the river about five or six years ago. Dang. Yeah, with it was a stretch. You and I were fishing. Found that right there, and I think I haven't had to change out the hooks because it was pretty much brand new when I found it. And then I have two really classics here that came out of my grandpa's tackle box. The ones where you got to unscrew the metal. It's the heat and tiny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, tiny chugger, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So that's more of just like a shelf piece, but I would use it. Heck and yeah. another one that's got a – it's a little bit newer than the other one, but still I think you have to – That's a strike king, isn't it? Un, no, you have to unscrew it from the oh. back here to get the I hook off. Yeah. And that – I'm not sure what that is, but it's, it's a good perch pattern. Yeah. Yeah, Classic I forget book. what brand that is, but it lo- it looks familiar. Probably a Eden. What we should do this fall for poppers, I and mean, then come back and tell the tell everybody, is I'll throw something with. Does the Rico? I can't remember because I haven't looked at it. Does that have a feather treble on the rear? Yeah, Rico. Yeah. Okay, dude. So somebody needs to throw the feather treble, and somebody needs to not throw the feather treble. Yeah, I mean, like, just there's popper with a. And that's that's what I was getting at. Like almost all the poppers that I have all have feathered. Yeah, because when you're sitting there, they got something in on not just looking at a hook. Yeah, exactly. But we should try and see what happens. Because I'm a I'm a big believer of the feathered hooks. Oh, yeah. I put them on jerk baits. Oh, I, I put them too. on everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's something to key in on. So, but I I want to I want to do a little experiment. Say we do a challenge more than anything because. It depends on how much each person is using. I say one person take a Rico without a feathered hook, just switch out the back hook, and then another person take the same color Rico with a feathered hook, and then you guys – That one right whoever's there. Whoever's doing it. I like that one. I almost bought that one. I, I've, I, want I got that. that too. So I got the black one or the Volt, and then I got the uh, 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 Bone when we were down at that tackle shop. But yeah, I'm also a firm believer in you can pretty much imitate a lot of baits on the market. I could take this one. I have extra feathered hooks. I didn't buy the Rico official Rico feathered hooks because they are pricey for some reason. They're like I don't know, silly, like sixteen bucks or something. I could take. Oh, I I don't know. There, there was some crazy price. I was like, I, I can go get a feathered I mean, it, hook from Cabela's. It'd just be a different brand. Mm-hmm. And then I could take some JJ's magic and make that feather on the end chartreuse or green, yep. and then put it on the black popper. Yeah, yeah you could something to, te- something to test out. Yeah, because I probably won't buy another Rico. I'll probably just kind of work with my six here. I mean, you're pretty much set color wise, and I mean presentation. I will say, the Mega Bass, the Pop Max, and the Rico. When you're chugging them, they also like to get a little bit of a walk in them. I was going to mention that earlier, which is nice because some, some you'll throw, will have no walk. Like they'll just chug yeah, like forward the, the strike. So I've used the strike King one before. I forget what it's called. Uh, splash junior, maybe. Maybe. Something. Yeah. I, I don't so. know, but I used it. That thing, that thing don't walk the Rico. You can walk that thing easy. I mean, it's a tight walk too. It kind of stands yeah. in place. Like it's, it's nice. It's quick. And it's enough. I feel like it's enough to make the fish see it and be like, "Oh, it's not just 
plumping or chugging water. It's it's moving as it's chugged. So it makes it more look like a distressed bait fish or top water, whatever. It's distressed. It's getting it better. I, I've used it enough to be a firm believer in it because I've gotten the blow-ups from the dinks. I just haven't used it enough to put it in the place where the big one's sitting that's going to give me the big blow-up. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Mm. Makes sense. Well, we hit the poppers pretty good, I think. So, what do you want to move on poppy. to? Poppy, poppy, Of course, you got to have a whopper plopper in your. Get arsenal. it out of the way because that's the fun one, right? Everybody wants to talk about all their colors. Everybody wants to talk about their oh. experiences with it. Matt, you're yeah. first. Show your twelve of them so I can go next. <laughs> all right, let's go. Mine, most of mine I found in a tree. <laughs> I got one of those. Too, I found a few. Yeah, I found a few too. So I started my Whopper Plopper journey with the 130. Woo, this that's a big, big boy. It, it started Lord. yeah, big 130. But I, see, I was getting hammered with largemouth in this down North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia. Um, and then I brought it up here. I mean, you can see. Let's see. That stupid light is so bright. You can see little bite marks through there. Maybe yeah, I think you did yeah, that. You bit yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but there's some bite. I mean, this thing got hammered. Um, and then I started throwing it up here and realized nothing happened. So I went to my new favorite size, which is the 110, which is like everyone's favorite size. Yeah. Uh, and these Perfect. two colors, monkey butt and loon. <laughs> that is the I, only size you will ever need. Uh, and, okay. and it does work, man. It's, it's, it's fun to throw. You can use it's perfect size for anywhere. It doesn't matter where you're throwing. I mean, I've had, I've had crappie come up and bust on them. Um, it, it catches just everything. It's awesome. Um, but it's a fun bait to throw. You, you, you get the top water bite when it's on because it's, it's creating disturbance in the top. There's no technique to it. It's just a cast and retrieve. It does all the work for you. Yep. Uh, and it's just fun because it's fast. It's power fish. You throw it, reel it, throw it, reel it, throw it, reel it. It's just it that does get engaged. old though. Like this is for, one of those. Go ahead, Brad. For years, I was using the Whopper Plopper like religiously, and I just I got tired of it. You know what I mean? It's one of those baits that has stigma that comes with it anymore. It falls in the same yeah. category as a TRD. Yeah, it does. It is it does. the modern fisherman uh, beginner's care package. <laughs> you want to yes. start fishing you go by the trd the whopper plopper and the chatter you bait. get yourself uh, a hook a hook spf a sun shirt and you uh put on a pfg hat an oversized pfg hat yeah and i'll say it's got to be big but i mean it's one that true. makes your head look really tiny yeah, yeah, that's the uh, beginner's fisherman 2022 <laughs> fisherman's care package uh, or starter package. Um, I know he funny. just described, but anyway, um, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> catching it first until you said that, whatever. Uh, but we, we all right. also use it and we use it in, in different fashions, and it's, a, it's important not to get too consume, consumed with it. However, we've all had those days where we've been throwing it more than any other bait. Yeah. Yeah, and there's there's just some days like I don't want to tie on a spook. I don't want to tie on a popper. I just want to cast and retrieve, cast and retrieve, cast and retrieve. I just want to I want to power catch top water fish, but I just want to power fish every section I can. Yeah. And I don't want to think about it. I just want to do it. And the whopper plopper checks every box there. I've been there before. Yeah. So 
It's the extra lazy bait because it even floats for you. You can throw it out, be eating a sandwich, and say, okay, I want a reel now. Yeah. It's effortless, man. Yep. It's kind of awesome. I'm kind of like that with a crankbait. Like re- recently, I've been throwing it a lot this year, but I kind of started off throwing that growing up, and then I got away from it, and I'm getting back into it. So. Crankbait, yeah. I've always told you, man, that's never one to look past. You always have to have the crankbait in your arsenal. Yep, hundred percent correct. With that being said, I'll show the ones that I have. I got the. 110 gotta have the black with the white wings or whatever yep. the hell it is. What is this supposed to imitate anyway? It looks like kind of like a locust. It's, a, it's called loon. Yeah, this it's like this is this is uh chartreuse loon. It's got white wings on it. I don't know if it's supposed to be yeah. Like a bird. Have you ever seen a loon bird? Oh, a loon bird, okay. Yeah, yeah that's what they what look like. Because those yeah, birds okay. swim underwater, they can live like 10 minutes underwater. There's the fatty. I think that's the 90. No, that's not the the 90 is uh that's the, the, 90. the 90s are like a long skinnier. This must be the 90 then. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, the that's 90. The 90. You're, you have okay. the 75. That's the size yeah. I like using right there. And then the 75. And then I found two of them in the trees, which is the only – that's the only ones I own. This one has like a shine to it, like a scales, um, fluorescent, cool. and it's see-through. It's got a little, little purple on the bottom. Pretty sure it's glimmer shad. I can't remember exactly, but I'm pretty good sure good for is. a sunny day if it's going to stay sunny most of the day. And also found, I guess it's just shad. It's a silver shad. Huh. I've never seen that one. Either it's got some mean bite marks on top, or somebody was trying to jerk it out of the tree. But that's how I found <laughs> Probably it. Probably both. Yeah. So, so I've always been like a, I, I've always been just a white and loon guy. Oh, uh, actually, I got one more. I've ever used. Quick. I've used. I've always used the 90. Uh, I've never used the 110. I hate the 90, though, because the body spins. I don't know why it spins. It, it does it out of the package. I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it. monkey butt. No. This is... Uh, it's on the back on the green sticker. Phantom Shad. Phantom Shad. But I give that one a try, too. It's a good looking one. Fluorescent look, see-through looking color. I don't know. I need to try the 110 though, because that that thing spinning, the 90 spinning on me, that drives me nuts. See, this one here is a 110. Yeah, let's say it does, and it throws off the whole action of the bait. Okay, yeah, it's a little bit fatter. It's more girthy. Have, have you guys ever used uh, the Chapo? Chapo, I have, no, but I mean, I, I believe it would be almost exactly like the plopper. It's, it so, chops a little harder, but. Yeah, the, it, it's the exact same bait. The only difference is the Chapo has a hard tail that slaps the water harder. It's like a different kind of slap, too. It's louder, and uh, it slaps hard. And I think the, the Whopper Plopper one's like rubbery feeling, right? The tail? No, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's, it's got a, a little bit of flex to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the difference like between that rubber. and the Chapo. If you if you like throwing the whopper plopper and you want to save money, get the chopper. It's just as good. I've caught this same quality of fish. On the it. chops hard. It yeah. makes yeah. a lot of noise. Yeah, it's a good bait though. I like it. Definitely a good bait. I remember you using the white one for a long time. Yeah, that's all I used to use is white. And then I found a black one in the trees and then caught a bunch of fish with it. I love that. Yeah, I, I love that. It's one of the best parts of kayak fishing. I found so many lures this year. Yeah, 
Go that was Bluers. a brand new one too that I found. Really? Over over by Rip Rat. That's just, that's a that's one of the bonuses of river fishing, just being out there and it's a, kind of a crappy day, and you just see something chartreuse over in the over on the bank next to the, the syringes and the trash, yeah. <laughs> and you go over there and you dig it up and you take it home and make it yours. Yeah, I know what, when the we syringes? were at. Uh... <laughs> we were i remember we were at the uh, the the g club and uh we're going back up and justin's like what is that and he looks over and the water's down a little bit there's just a, he's like looks I, I looked over i was like dude it just looks like a like i don't know it's something and you're like it's chartreuse i get a little closer and it's just a crankbait just chilling and apparently it's like a ten dollar crankbait storm arashi yeah square five Boom, got brand new hooks on that bad boy. I've been using it. Huh. It kind of looks like the uh it kind of looks like the uh crankbait that John used to make. It's just fat. It's one of the fatter square bills. It's a little heavier too. It's got like this little metal piece underneath the bill. I think it like kind of flexes a little bit. I don't yep, know. It, it allows it, it it allows it to flex. So like when we get to something else, I'll uh talk a little bit about it because good looking bait that's the second one i found this year this one is the non-rattle version that lighter chartreuse looking crawl color so two arashi fives this year that's that's well worth it right there that's 20 bucks yeah yeah (laughs) that's how it goes but i mean all the lures are starting to be ten dollars so yeah yeah man it's it's getting rough (laughs) It's frustrating. Um, so we talked about whop ploppers, poppers. I want to talk about the spook? Oh yeah, there's not yeah, a whole lot of walking baits. Yeah, walking. Yeah, baits. walking bait in junior general. Yeah, the spook is something I've been throwing since last year. Like, I, I, it's it's on and off. Like I'll pick it up every now and then. You know, catch a fish. A spook. With it, put it back a away. spook is the bait. Like we talked about poppers or that fall bait, right? And then. Whopper ploppers, you power fish them, and you don't really have to think. The spook, in my opinion, is something you can fish pretty much whenever you want. I don't think it's really like it has times like the fall and the spring when they're spawning and hungry. Everything yeah. gets bit, but uh, you can finesse it. You can power fish it fast as you can. You can do down. whatever you want with yep. it. Um, Justin, Brad yep. started. Uh, uh, I started poppers, and then. I think I started Whopper Ploppers too, but... At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, Shop MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, MidwayUSA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, Check out MidwayUSA.com. You start with you start with walking baits. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because mine will be short and sweet. Because this is another one that even more so than the popper, 
I don't have experience with this. This is one that I've neglected for a long time. I know I don't need to, and it it's going to so be good, put man. in. It's going to be put in the arsenal this year because I have a few of them that I'm actually looking forward to using. Uh, I will show off this one. This is just a really pretty looking one. I bought this because I was going to use it at the the national championship in Gunnersville, and then that ended up getting canceled and all that. So the Chug and Spook. I think that's a Strike King bait. Really pretty. Hard knock to it. That's a Heaton. Heaton, yeah. The Chug and Spook is a Heaton. Really hard knock to it. I was going to use it on the weed lines down in Gunnersville. Bought it, never used it. It's just looking pretty on the shelf. However, I do have some small ones here that I did not buy. These were in – I've inherited some stuff from my grandpa, and a lot of it is just, like, really vintage and cool-looking. However, there was a couple Spook Juniors in there, and this one's really cool. I mean, they're, like – they're unused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one's, like, a see-through. It's got a blue top, and it's got, like, a something fluorescent on the inside where – it gives off a flash, and you can see the the rattles. Um, Dude, that would work one. on our river, man. Here's a black one that's kind of smoke on top, shiny. I know. I have these two right here, these Super Spook Juniors, um, Excalibur, Jimmy Houston. Uh, I want to get those out and use them this year because I, I know how to use a walking bait. It's very similar to the popper, just a yeah. little bit. You just got to be a little bit quicker. Um, but yeah. this is another one that's mentioned in some of the books that I read. Yep. Top water that shouldn't be neglected. So focus will be top water this year. I have the one I just showed you. I got another really cool one. I just want to pull out came in a lucky tackle box. I thought it was just be really interesting to show you guys this, Matt, you probably have it. Here's part Matt of it. Ready? Everything. Here it is. You ever seen that before? Oh, that's weird. I have not. That's insane. So this is two of them together. You can look it up on Lucky Tackle Box. I forget what this is called, but it was supposed to be you could um, give it action, and it would kind of bend like this, and it would be like there's two of them in the water. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> never used it. So it's like having two super spooks or two smaller walking baits. Tied That's together. insane. Give a big, a big walking action. Probably more so for largemouth, but. It's it. It, it would almost cool challenge yourself. See if you can catch something on that. Yeah, it's definitely it. It would imitate the schooling fish, perfect. Yeah, that is the three walking baits that I have right there. So you're definitely throwing that, just so you know. Like I'm gonna Certainly force you these. to. No, you're throwing the other one. You can't. You can't throw those until you catch the fish on the other one. After I finish this board right here, I'll get out the funny stuff. I got a Pikachu lure over there. <laughs> you need to I'm get the Joe out. Biden and Donald Trump lure. <laughs> Those things are like 30 bucks each. They're oh, funny, 20, 20 some dollars. I was like, no, nah, I don't need to do that. I bought no, Pikachu for 30 bucks. <laughs> I get my Ash Ketchum hat on for Halloween. I'll go out there and catch catch them on that. That'd be dope. <laughs> Brad, what do you want to talk about, Spooks? Uh, so the one I only ever use is the head and uh, Zara puppy. It's smaller than the Spook and the Spook Junior, I think. It might be three and a half inch bait. I can't remember. But if you get this bait, immediately uh, replace the treble hooks because the treble hooks are garbage. Hot garbage. Garbage. But the Spook's fun, dude. Like, I remember going out one day up on up by Needmore Road and I was just, you know, 
work, working it back and forth, doing that, and it just kept getting hit. I was like, this is fun. I haven't had it out much this year just because, like I said, it's we've had some pretty crappy water conditions. But other than that, it's I mean, been a not, fun lure. Not only crappy water, water conditions, but we've just been getting hit on, like, everything else. Yeah. Like, it's – it's no, I've, I've, I've caught fish on almost every technique other than top water that I can think this year. It's why I haven't really thrown it so much. Yeah. So I will say though, like I was going to mention this a few minutes ago, uh, our buddy, Will, he's been fishing the evergreen shower blows. Have you ever seen that thing? Mm. Yep. That thing is that the action on that thing is incredible. Like he works it super fast and it's just like, it spits and it walks. I don't know. It's probably it's an evergreen, much. so it's twenty four probably. Nah, it's probably between twenty four and thirty. It says fifteen ninety nine, twenty three ninety nine. So, I'll give that one a shot. That thing looks freaking sweet though, and I've seen him catch some big fish on it. So it's it's will approved. It is will approved. <laughs> okay, enough said. He he's obsessed with it. He's like, I can't put this thing down. I'm like, I can oh. tell every time I go well, yeah, catch a getting, big fish. If you're getting smacked on it, why would you? Yeah, yeah, don't never put down a confidence bait. It's good to have something like that on your rod, and you just you, you're having fun throwing it. You want to throw it, and it's and it's catching. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'll start off. I kind of showed this before the show to you guys, but one of my favorite topwater spooks. It's the Mega Bass Explode. Uh, come on, you stupid light. But what's cool about it? Mega Bass. Uh, yeah. What's cool about it, so it's got the mat, the lip actually open right now, so I can chug this as I'm walking it, but if I want a strictly walking bait, you can close that lip That's up. That's cool. And it, it, so this is like a two for one. Like it does it, does it chug as well as a pop max or a popper? No, but it gets you that action. But when you don't want, you want to be a little more finesse it's as simple as just closing the mouth and then casting right back in the same spot. That's awesome. So I'm a huge it's fan It's completely of different lure then, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's two techniques. It's a popper and a spook, all built in one bait. And that you can open looks this. Like it would be mega ass. <laughs> <laughs> so if they miss it the first time on one technique, close the lip and throw it back in there. And throw it right back in there. Yeah. And this, I mean, that's the first click. I mean, I can bring that all the way to there, so I can get major, like, get it as close to a popper as I possibly can. Huh. Or close that's interesting. It all the way I wonder how many anglers actually do that. Uh, tested enough to where they want to pull it back, open the mouth, and tr- and I don't know. I guess get a more intense pop. Yeah, yeah. I've the only time. So I've either I'll be honest. I'll go out and I've never I never think I'm throwing a popper in this spot. Now I'm going to throw a spook and I just close the mouth. I'll be honest. I just keep hammering it with popper or and or vice versa the spook. But I have found to where if I want to create a little bit more, like if I have it just on the first um, click and I want a little bit more action, and I'm not really getting bit on it too much, I'll open all the way and throw it back in there, and then I've got hit on it. So, okay. like, that's, it's, to me, it's proven that, like, a lot of people, when it comes to Mega Bass, they make all this stuff that moves and stuff, and everybody's like, well, that's gimmicky. And some yeah. of it is. I'm not going to lie. Well, Shimano's got a new topwater coming out that I'm actually kind of interested in. Shimano. Shimano. Oh. And- when it yeah. stays still, something inside moves and it flickers. Yeah, yeah so we it's it the, the it's the flicker technology that's in the new Shimano's. Um, you they get some of those last year. Yep, and you get them in Mega Bass has it in a couple of their uh, Vision One Tens. 
Um, it's basically there's a wire that goes through the bait, and there's it's not a mirror, but for demonstration, piece of metal, it's, isn't it? it's a piece of metal that's polished. So when it's sitting there, it'll actually move. There you go, good man. I only have two. That's, of them. It's the best jerk bait ever made. I have yet to find out. Oh, I love it. I love it. I bought Tennessee it for Shad. Tennessee and never used it. Yeah. Well, they weren't. You can only catch base. fish in Tennessee with it. That's why. I know. That's why I'm not using it in Ohio. <laughs> I'm going to take it down next year, and the next time I use it, it's probably going to be down the Ohio. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm probably going to use it this year. Um, but if I don't really want finesse or want the option to do the popper, and I want a true walking bait, because this doesn't. It walks, but it's not like with that that lip. It has a little cup, so it doesn't walk as well. If you work it too fast, it'll just want to like kind of it'll basically shimmy it won't really walk um one of my favorites is the evergreen jt 115 the 115 uh it's pretty good looking who it's makes that water? one evergreen okay so kind of like the uh, uh, the one will has this shower has an ins- the shower blows this has an sh- insane shower walking blow? action yeah the one will's using this is shower, the jt 115 it's called yeah, the shower, shower blows, blows. <laughs> yep hmm. That's weird. Yeah. Shower beers. Shower blows. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but what's so awesome about this, like just comparing it to this is a six cents catwalk, which is a good bait. Like it, it walks well. Come on. You, it's too bright, but whatever. Um, the body comes down almost like a boat to where it gives you that rocking action when you're walking in. It wants to walk. The difference is when this comes down, it comes almost to where it's a flat point at the bottom. So when you're going this, it will, uh, it'll walk across the screen <laughs> really well. I just skeleton myself. truce. Is that what that said? Skeleton skeleton truce. Okay, that's the shower blues. Yep. <clears throat> Reminds me of a what most people call the something clown color. I think I got yeah. one right here. Here, here's a. Uh, you're gonna die, clown. There's a jerk bait. It's a shadow wrap, slow sinking by Rapala. Same color. It's like a clown. Yeah. Uh, I forget what the standard color it is, but it's I like the color. Thing, but... uh, is so there's there's a uh, I forget what uh, it might be a popper, it might be a spook. I can't remember, but it has where the gills are open on the side. So when you do work the bait, it creates like a bubble trail. I remember seeing that somewhere. What brand is that? Do you guys know? It's probably Mega Bass for the simple fact that on this That's one, the gills are open. So they take that from their Pop X and it's on the, uh, so those gills are open. I don't know if you can really see it through the camera, but underneath you can see those channels. Yeah. So when you're walking that bait, it will. Like the water goes to the front of it and comes out the back. Yep. Yeah. It'll create a disturbance. Um, if I have the spook that Just I have like tied on right now, which is a dogma from Mega Bass, a little bit bigger, it's about the size of this. Um, it's got those open channels to where it creates a little bubble action behind the bait, so a little bit more disturbance, but not as much as like a popper. Yeah, I always thought that one was cool. It's a good idea that nobody else really does. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's top water because we kind of talked about this when we were talking about the Hell Riser. Top water hasn't really changed like before because everyone was like, you know, everyone was getting pumped up about the Hell Riser. We were getting pumped up about it, even though it turned out to be completely different than what we thought it was going to be. Um, 
no one in the topwater space has really changed anything. Yeah. Like there's nothing major. So little subtle stuff like that, just to add, you know, those hollow gills to make a bubble trail, a little bit of disturbance on a spook. I mean, that's, that's a decent leap forward for the simple fact that no one's really changing topwater baits. It's just how it is. Um, Not much you can they, do. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the hell riser completely changed the whole game because they made something completely unique that before before i watched the videos of people hammering bass in the demo lake i wouldn't or the demo pond i wouldn't have thought it would caught fish but it does so yeah it's they weird. starve those fish <laughs> probably <laughs> nobody can fish that area until the show time yeah <laughs> so i know you got you got one more don't you on your list i already know what it is me i do yeah 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 well, it's the one I showed you to begin with. I can't get this fish behind me to stop eating it. <laughs> it's the micro buzz. I got oh, that's, it in. That's the, uh, that's the tri-wing strike. Tri-wing, quarter round, strike king, micro buzz. Got it in chartreuse. Got it in white. Got it in white, tore up. Got it in white, brand new. Uh, got a couple of the bigger sizes behind me that I never really threw as much. Do you remember the first time that uh, you ever used one? You remember? You remember, you remember me? I don't remember the day or what I well, called on, but you must. Do you remember that trip we took to Kaiser where I was throwing a all black one that I tied with some chartreuse in it? And you're like, I've never tried a buzz bait. No, but I believe no, it. this was. This is back in like 2014 or something when we went to Kaiser Lake. Yeah, it was. Is that the what you caught your? Because uh, I remember I was. Uh, I remember there's another top water I'm going to show you here. I remember there was times that we would walk into like Bass Pro Shop or something, and we would literally just be like buying whatever we thought was cool. Yeah. <laughs> so we have those two crankbait. Yeah, those two crankbaits. They're Bass yep. Pro Shop. I still throw it. They're they're Bass Pro Shop brand. They were like three dollars each. One's a Fire Tiger. That one's like a chartreuse with like a fluorescent side on it, and we always caught fish on them. But I still, I still have, um, I still have two of them, even though I lost the original ones. But I, I keep them, and they catch fish. I put new hooks on them. Um, yeah. But I have a few things that I bought that like I have this other top water. This is the forgotten. This is the forgotten top water. Okay, the jitterbug. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't really like it though. Like it nobody just looks uses weird. that anymore. This is one. This is something that I bought at Bass Pro Shop. This is the one never used, but I bought it because I was like, "Oh, I'll, I'll try that. That's cool." Top water, you know. We would just. Buy I've thrown it before, but I've never really caught anything on it. But, <clears throat> but I remember I would buy like some oversized buzz baits, and that's what I would be using at Kaiser Lake. After yeah. that, I do have some of those, um, and I had some that got handed down to me. But I think you caught that big largemouth yeah. with one of those, didn't you? Yeah, it was on the tri-wing buzz bait yeah this is a good one just because it makes a lot of it's got a clacking uh, that you, you can freaking reel that at real slow speeds too you can slow this down it will sink but it sinks slowly so you get it out there you can change your your speed a little bit you can go really fast you got yep. medium speed and you can get it to where it's pretty darn slow that's what i like yep. about it but also yep. the clacking i could probably get away with using these on the river i think they're I don't know, three eight, three sixteenths or three eighths, and a little yeah. bit bigger. But this micro one is where it's at. I remember getting an eighteen on that last year. Matt was floating with me. Yep, got an eighteen. Yeah, we on were that. we were out, and I was 
it was uh, we, we were on the way back and i was still throwing a ned rig and i was getting bit on it got a couple fish and then you started throwing that weed line and that fish came out like you could see the weeds move that um, fish came out and smashed it i remember getting i got a picture of that fish on matt's 40 inch catch board yeah, my big the black, the black one. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah, it's the I bottom of the myself, right He's gonna find out about this board. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna find out. Gotta keep it small. I forgot you had that. Yeah, that board. I would love that board now for the simple fact that I can angle it so much and it would be such an angle on the board, but it's at the bottom of uh spring. Valley I need pond right now. So the way it's going for me, I need a big freaking board because I'm a catfish slayer now. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're the catfish man. That's all you catch. Jeez, I caught Dude. more catfish than you the other day though. I had two yeah. flatheads, two flatheads and one giant channel cat. I probably yeah. could have measured that channel cat and it would have been a fish Ohio. Probably well, should have. It's a fish Ohio. I already have one. I already have fish oh, Ohio okay. channel this year. Well, fine. I will say a uh, caveat to nothing. What we're talking about the it's kind of top water. The best catch I've ever watched. Justin, not 19 inch smallmouth or 18 inch smallmouth is the time a pike came out of the water and destroyed a tube. Yeah. It's this little baby tube. It's the confidence baits one that Jeff huh. Little always used to talk about. And he doesn't have anything to do with that confidence baits anymore, but they still sell it. It's just a real tiny tube. You just put a little Ned head on it. And I was just reeling it up, getting ready to pull it up out of the water. And it wasn't a huge pike. It was probably no. 24 inches, but that was my first one ever. As long yeah. as I've been fishing the river, I've only had that I know of one or two. I have two pike, and those are the only ones that have ever bid. Yeah. This yeah, it was crazy, man. It was insane. All I remember is fishing. I was fishing a, an eddy, and I'm fishing – and I look back, just seeing what Justin's doing. Cause he always, I watching Justin fish because he's super methodical about spots. Has taught me to slow down in certain spots. There, there's sometimes I'm just like, screw this, I'm just going to power fish my way through everything. But I look back, and right when I look back, all I see is, and he's like, oh, and gets it in. Everything's like, Matt, can you come over here and take a picture? I was like, yeah, buddy, I'm coming. <laughs> I had to get, I had to get that one. Yeah, those pike, they're fun, man. I caught one on top water. Actually, Justin was with me because he caught a smallmouth in the same hole. We got a picture side by side. Let's see, which one was that? You caught a smallmouth and I caught a pike right in the exact same hole. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And yeah. we, we were standing on the bank holding them fish. You uh, you lost it for a minute and then. Oh, yeah, Chris Anderson got... pinned it against the bank for me. And I went yeah. over, picked it up, and then gave it to you. And then we just took, took a picture <laughs> while he was there. That's funny, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I've been there there for a while. Sounds like we need to make a trip. Um, but yeah, with with buzz baits, uh, it's another one of those baits that's kind of like the whopper plopper. It's pretty much how I look at it as the whopper plopper was meant to replace a buzz bait. Um, but it's hard, even though they're similar actions. That buzz baits, a, it's a little bit different, right? So it's one of those power baits. Oh, you got a quadruple blade, huh? That was an impulse buy with the uh, Columbus fishing show. I have no idea why I bought it. This is for like monster largemouth. This is a, a four wing. It's homemade. It's custom made. Good color and everything, but it's just way too big for the river. That is very huge. smooth blade. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it's 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 one of those baits to where you can 
throw and you can power fish it you can you can fish it pretty much everywhere it doesn't matter the water's moving fast or slow i mean you just gotta roll it through and it'll it'll get it will get bit like buzz baits are one of those it's a confidence bait for me i threw it a lot um down south and a little bit up here um and i'm a fan of it this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Oops. We can talk about frogs if you want. but I just figured I'd, you'd probably be talking about them. Uh, no, for the simple fact that I've never caught, I've never caught a smallmouth on a frog, period. I know yeah. I see people do it and... <laughs> I've seen people do it and it's frustrating because I love a frog bite, but I just don't on the river. I don't. <laughs> Made me start coughing. They're so real, dude. They're live targets. They got to do that. Yeah. And live target frogs. I hate because they get so much water in them. Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah. They're it's, it's, they look great. Live target frogs. I'm look sorry. Awesome, Luck, Lunker but... Hunter. Live target, I've never used the Lunker hunts, but I'm sure they're fantastic. Um, tackle box. That's all about it, man. Um, I've got a box of frogs here somewhere. I just don't know where it went. I wanted to hit one thing before we got off the buzz bait. Yeah, go ahead. We, we haven't moved on yet. Jeez, can you guys be any louder? Yes. <laughs> I, I, do people are going to hate this episode just because it's going... I don't care. But we're going to love this episode because we don't care. Yeah, it's true. Chill. Listen to it. Don't listen to it. I don't care. Whatever. Right. Yeah. But uh, I was going to mention the Micro Buzz by Jigmasters. I I have one. I haven't thrown it yet just because. What? I, I have not thrown it yet. I don't know well, why no. I haven't grabbed it. That's not true. You have thrown it. You want to remember when I know you threw it? So I caught that day that we were bank fishing and I caught that 19 and three quarter. You were throwing it underneath a bridge and you said, man, I can't, I don't want, I hate throwing this because it, it's not spinning. Like it won't, it won't stay on top. It's just, it's not doing, unless you throw a paddle tail on it. Cause you had something on it and it wouldn't, it wouldn't fish right. And you kept really? saying it wouldn't fish I right. Yeah, I, I do because I was like, well, that sucks. But then I threw it with a curly tail grub and it fished great. So I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I, for some reason in my mind, I just thought I wasn't throwing it because I was waiting to get some grubs for it. And I just never bought any grubs. But if you hold that thing up next to the Strike King Tri-Wing Buzzbait, the hook is so much smaller. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I get a lot of misses on the Strike King. So I, really? may, maybe, yeah, maybe, uh, 
using a smaller hook will actually help with that. I'd love to try them. Yeah, I was about to say on pretty much on pretty much all of my buzz baits, I'll throw a trailer hook on them. Um, The bad thing about that is it makes the bait a lot bigger. So I think on the river they're less likely to bite. Um, But since Justin, since you brought it up, we can talk about frogs because I've got some. Well, I, I got nothing to say about these things. I've never used one. Same. I have like one frog catch ever. I've got a ton of frog catches. Now, are they for smallmouth? No, but I know a lot of guys who throw them. I was that should be a challenge them. for the smallie games. Catch a smallmouth on a frog. That would be sick. I mean, I would. It would, it would force me to start using them again. So this is oh, a six sense Vega frog. Um I'm a big fan of these. They walk really nice, but this also has a cut mouth, so it'll chug a little bit. Um, So you have those, and then you have like your standard frog. This is a Z-Man frog, which again, everything on top and the sides mean nothing. It's all about the white belly. Is that Um, a wise tech? I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it for the simple fact that the eyes came out. And no, the skirt is not a wise tech. Now, one thing I am kind of excited for, and I think I'm going to try it. Now, I have a different one than this color because this is kind of asinine in my opinion but um this is a z-man and it's a one of their smaller frogs so there's your standard yeah obviously i trimmed the skirt up some because that skirt's like stupid long um but a little bit smaller and i think that wouldn't be a bad option just because of the size of it obviously we see frogs on the river all the time so they i would i would be more surprised if they weren't eating frogs than if they were if that makes sense maybe tinier finessey ones yeah, yeah. I, I've seen really tiny frogs on the banks of the river, yeah. like really tiny, like a dime size, maybe. But I've also seen decent like frogs about this size that I get like on my back porch from the woods and stuff from my house. I've seen frogs on the river like that. And I've seen there's got to they have to eat them. It has to be part of that ecosystem. Maybe there's you know, just it's fewer, fewer. Of prob- I could see that, but I think I am going to try that and while I'm thinking about it. Whatever you guys, Justin, if you want, there's to an idea for a tackle company. The finesse river frog. <laughs> right? How would you even rig it though? Put it on like a a nose hooked wagon rig. A hook? It would just be like that, but it would be scaled down with like a cut mouth. Uh, basically, basically just just a smaller frog. Just tone yeah, it down a little bit. I mean, I mean, everything is everything's been done before, so everything is kind of just bouncing off one another at this point. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, it's just got to the point to where it's. Everyone is either copying off each other or you can only you know. do so much with it. Yeah, exactly. Which we talked about. Um, Why well, most of these are good for just putting on your shelf. <laughs> just playing with them. Here's another forgotten top spy water. bait. Uh, it's, I guess it's a, it has a little bit of uh, some of the characteristics of a spy bait. That's a torpedo. Like a chugger. Like a chugger. Cordell. So we were talking a little bit about something like that. So this is, I'm, I'm going to try this one. Um, this is a Creek chub wake bait, which we'll just, I guess we can just fly right into wake baits. Cause I want to talk about those. Oh, this is a Creek, Creek chub wake bait, um, that has a, a spinner on the back to give you that little bit of dis, dis, disturbed water. Um, and then it's got that create some bubbles. Yep, and it's got that wake bait front, and it's also jointed. So I've I've fished it. It'll 
you can make it walk. You can. Oh, that's a chug. That's a uh, Heaton chug bugger. Yeah, hula popper. Yep. My dad caught a catfish on one of those at Paint Creek once. You tell you tell your dad all your catfish stories. Yeah, I did. I caught mud on a jackhammer. Tell it and say you ever heard of this Uh, chatterbait? We catch them on the chatterbait all the time. I've caught them on spinnerbaits too. Yeah, (laughs) I think I've done that time or two. Stupid Ned rig. Yep. Chatterbait. Oh, I've caught caught them on crankbait. Annoying. Ned rig. Yeah. Big Joshy, they love the Joshy. I don't think I've done it with the Whopper Plopper yet, though. I haven't either. Uh, the last thing, I don't know if you guys throw it as much, but I will say I don't count it as a topwater bait, but I'll, most of everyone else does, which is the wake bait. Um, I don't count it as a topwater because it, it is subsurface. It's like a It depends on how you bait. fish it, though. Because I know, so I have the witty, and I fish it, and I've caught a few fish on it. Uh, if you hold that, your rod tip just straight up in the air, It'll it'll be on the top of the water column, but if you hold exactly, your rod tip a little bit more down, it goes, you know, zero to twelve inches. Here's yeah. a cool one for you. This came out of a lucky tackle box. It's called the pivot frog. So it looks like a normal frog here. It's got a weighted belly hook. Oh lord! And it's one, uh, one uh, barbed hook here, and it help. It's supposed to help it walk better, huh. better walking action, but just one. One on the back here instead of two, and it moves a little bit. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Huh. About that. Um, but yeah, so this year, like I said, I don't really count it as a wake bait or as a top water. I know it is, but I have I've caught that one trip. I think I caught six or seven on it, and it was like five rock bass and then two smallmouth. Um, I mean, hey, it's a fish. And it was, I was getting all the bites probably two to three inches underwater. And it was the same thing, kind of like what you said. If you, you're not wrong. If, if you throw this out there and you hold your rod tip straight up, it will stay on the top. It will it's annoying to do though. <laughs> exactly. So I like typically when you're fishing a crankbait, because you fish it just like a crankbait, right? You throw it, retrieve it, throw it, retrieve yeah. it. Instead of going down like I do with a crankbait, I keep it about halfway. And instead of it diving real deep, it'll only go, it's subsurface. Six inches. Like, not even like one to three. I'll oh, find okay. that happy medium to where here's straight up, here's six inches, here's three inches, and I'll keep yeah. it right there. And it keeps it to where I can see it. And mostly why I like throwing the wake bait is because a I can power fish it. B, if the fish are wanting or it's above the fish, so if they look up, they're gonna see it and maybe strike on it. And C, I love to watch them hit it. I love to watch the bite, which is cool. Which is at the end of the day with top water, it is super fun because you get to see the fish eat the bait. Like there's a ton of action involved in it. A lot of stuff like that. So that's my two cents on the wake bait. Oh, I agree. Um, that witty though, man, it looks so good on top of the water. That is one thing I haven't got yet. I haven't got the witty. I see them every time I go to fishermen's, I look at them. I say, Oh man, those look really good. And then I just don't buy them. I don't know really? why. Yeah, dude, you should. Dude. They're they're worth it. Plus, I, I mean, either, but plus, Woody's a cool I guy. I, I like him, so I want to support him. You know. Oh no, for sure. Hey, uh, Justin's over here reorganizing his tackle room. Uh, yeah, just put, putting some of the <laughs> the top waters away. But uh, Michael Teach, he uses the Strike King uh, wake bait, I think. 
And he, yeah, he, the well, one he calls knocker, it the, I think. Yeah, he calls it the alarm clock. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's like, what's the alarm clock? He's like, oh, it's my nickname I got. I gave to my wake bait. Yeah. And he Coach throws – I mean, when you – everything he posts is either the alarm clock, disco lemonade. It's – I mean, he's, he's he throwing – He has it dialed in, man. Oh, yeah. He was asking me about the jackhammer the other day because he's never really used them before. I was dropping yes. some knowledge. You can call me I just to teach. Did, did you say when it's muddy out? Uh, I didn't. I didn't mention that. Oh, no. he's gonna it, go it, out there and throw it in clear water and not even catch anything. It's a brief lesson. You got to pay for the other lessons. <laughs> yeah, dirty waters on those other lessons. <laughs> I don't get it though, because guys on the Susquehanna they throw them all the time and they get hammered, but their fish are a lot bigger there. Hey. I agree, but I also just think we've. You've only really thrown like if you. I know you, Brad. When you're throwing a bait, if you don't get bit after you're throwing it, you'll switch to either something confidence related. Or you'll and you threw the chat camera in muddy water, and you got bit pretty quick. I got bit when I was throwing it. I just don't think I've given enough time to throwing it in cleaner mm-hmm. water. And that is because everywhere else of it to be throwing it in the dirty water. That's the most fun time to throw it when you get yeah. the clear water. I, I switched over to the chatter baits you gave me a little while ago, Matt. It's a three eighths. Yeah, it's got some green pumpkin and a little bit of white. Mm-hmm. I want to try the stealth blade when it clears up. I've I've got a few of them. So it's we that can blade, man. Time. I just I think they can see that blade in clear water and they just don't want it. Hmm. That's that's what I think. We should try it out. I mean, I'm always up for it. I'll just tie one on. So screw it. Um, and anything else top water? You want to touch something we haven't gone over? Um. I think we've covered everything that I own. I only own two, two of the chugger. The last thing that I showed you guys, it's got like the spy bait looking thing on it. I think everything has been gone over for me. I, I have some. Uh, I guess we didn't cover soft plastic top water, but that's not very exciting. Um, no, well, the whole thing revolving around this episode was to share what. The, the lures that you like to use while fishing for smallmouth on the river. Oh, yeah. So I think that. we I think we hit it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else that I like to throw that I didn't talk about. Um, at the end of the day, I like throwing something I can power fish. So buzz bait, wake bait, whopper, popper. I'm going to force myself to throw a popper and a spook. I think once we hit fall, two of the rods I bring, one will be a top uh, popper and one will be a spook. I'm just going to force it. There's only two I'm going to throw. So out of all the ones we talked about, what is the first one you grab before anything else? The the Tri-Wing Micro Buzz. It's perfect for smallmouth, I believe. What about you, Matt? Wake bait. I throw wake bait um, because I can power fish it and move it around. Um, but if we're talking true topwater, because I just said I don't think it's true topwater, I'll throw a whopper flopper or a buzz bait just to. Yeah. It's topwater baits and they're easy and I can power fish them. So what about I'm on you? the plopper train too, even though I haven't really thrown it that much. Plopper train. Years. Not the Chapo train. No, well, the Chapo falls in there too. It's just as good. So Same bait. I caught one on the 105. The, hold on. I caught one on the Chapo when we went out few weeks ago yeah i don't i forget what size it was 115 or something i don't know yeah One i'm of, ready for some top water now yeah 
yeah i'm i'm ready for it to hit because it's it's such a fun time to fish you're not really having to sit there and you're getting like i said at the end of the day why everyone loves topwater fishing is because you see the fish below the surface you get i mean it's a ton of action so is it a yeah, rush I think it is a rush. It's the it's 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 the biggest rush in fishing, in my opinion, compared to any other bite. Because you're throwing the jerk bait when it gets colder water, and you're it's really it's more like you're finessing a hard bait. Um, with crank baits, it can be nice, but you know it's unless they destroy it. Chatter baits like jackhammers when they hit it really hard and about rip the rod out of your hand, that's a rush. But with top water, if if you're every time you cast it that bait could get blown up on. So it's, it's pretty, I'm a fan. You just keep that there permanently. It's good luck. (laughs) And Um, you always have a spare. I think my top five baits for the fall time are going to be some, some, some sort of top water, a finesse jig, a crank bait, chatter bait. And I would just, I would just a finesse swim bait, five or six that are going to be tied up to use nonstop. Definitely the finesse. I need to get back to is the swim, finesse swim bait. I haven't thrown a Josh in like two months. That's, that's blasphemous, dude. You should always have one. I know. I know. I'm be using it more than ever. It, it, if up, you don't man. throw, if you don't throw a Josh yet, at least throw a Kytec on an eighth ounce jig head or something. Oh yeah, Kai really, Tech, yeah, definitely. Just some sort of swim bait. Some swim bait, yeah. yeah we got a ton of little. Yeah. I've got a ton of little spark shads, and uh, that, throw it on a jig head, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm. Believe me, that's what's good. But I have a ton of Joshies too, and believe me, I'm a fan of the Joshies. So apparently not. I just haven't been throwing it because I've been on a jig bite, and every time I go out, I'm getting bit on jigs and shaky heads. That's new for me this well, year, which is we awesome. haven't really been fishing riffles like crazy either this year, Cause, just because the true. rivers like our conditions, like I said earlier. So, yeah. So, I don't know. It might might be firing up now though after yesterday's outing. Time yeah. t- as soon as that river comes down a little bit, it's time to be out there and fish as much as possible through September and into October. Especially for me, since I'll be kind of November. busy the first part of October. Last I'll November be- was good too. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting married. Uh, I know. Have you even thrown? Well, don't sound too excited about it. I have to throw all this stuff away. I only got to <laughs> no, use it. Uh, you can just give it to me. It's fine. Don't throw it away. Uh, have you even used my wedding gift yet? Not yet. Because I see that as more of a springtime. Mm-hmm. Um, no, seriously. I got it right here. <laughs> it's right here. Best wedding gift ever. I know. I I I just I wish somebody would have gave like we got a lot of good stuff. Uh, <laughs> but half of it is sitting behind me, never been used. What in so, a box still? And you're blaming me for not using this yet. I kinda, yeah, you should be using it. <laughs> I would have like the second you gave it to me, I'd have been like, Yeah, dude, I'm using this today. No, I have plans for it. I actually just need to acquire some more. I have a couple big baits over there, but I really only have like two. Um, I have plans to acquire a few more things, but I really see it as like springtime getting out there, using the hell out of it. Um, but I could see fall time being successful too. So maybe I'll rig that thing up and and get my yeah, first I'm... use out of it for this fall. But mainly, um, at least from what I hear, it's it's uh, if you want to fish big old hard 
seven, eight inch uh, swim baits, uh, springtime's the time to do it. But of course, I'm still pretty new to it. So, yeah, I'm about to say, I mean, I'm new to throwing it on the river, but Nick, uh, who was on our show for those, that yeah, series of I, I've swim baits. To that episode like five or six times trying to, <laughs> yeah, figure out what I was going to buy or, you know, what am I going to end up with? Cause I'll probably end up with more than one swim bait rod, probably two. But. Yeah, I mean, I've got two, and they do different things for heavier baits and lighter baits. I am going to be throwing the uh, the uh, working class zero citizen, the six inch, a lot this fall. So, but Brad, do you have any closing thoughts? I wish he would stop being so dang loud. Justin, I was say you just had like a stroke. No, I got. I got this one. My tackle wall is actually right over this way. I got that one. The Arashi. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Pick that one up as like a start. And that one. S waiver. Can't go wrong with that. I got three of those in the truck waiting to get tied on. So, yeah, I think this one, I don't think I'll have too much of a problem catching something on. That's a good color. And the bait's not much bigger than the stuff that we're using now. What mm -hmm. is this? Like a six inch, six inches, six and three quarter. So, just yeah, a little bit bigger than a chatterbait. This is going to be the challenge, but I kind of want to start that. It's a part of my fishing game that I want to take on. You know, I've done this and done that. And it's still fun, but it's cool to like, like I said, every once in a while, I like to bring in new things and just kind of casually try them out. So you guys need to go out to the East River and you guys need to chuck those all. Yeah, that's a good there. idea. I might do that. There's so I many spots you can draw them out of through there. It's good. It's going to work there. I guarantee you. This is like I another. Guarantee. This is like a new level of patience, though. Even for me. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, you saw Dylan <laughs> Rupp's post that he made yesterday. I saw that. Yeah. He caught some big ones. I thought that was yeah. kind of like a wake bait, a thing that he was using. It might have been, but I they were huge, like whatever they were. But aren't most of these they stay like a, a foot underneath the water? Uh, it depends if you get the sinking one, obviously that'll sink down and that it sinks pretty quick. And then if you get the suspending one, it'll pretty much go down to two or three feet, however fast Slow you're working. Sinking. Okay. It creates a longer Slow. glide while giving yep. angular increased control with swimming depth. Okay. Yeah. So you can, with the slow sink, you can really control it. Um, I've got three fast sinks for the lake up North. Um, that, and I also need to get some kind of lure retriever cause I feel like I'm going to get snagged up. Yeah, I I have one there. What are you doing? It's time to go. Yeah, he's. It means he's that this is another episode for some other time. It will be after we <laughs> after we catch some on them. But everyone, thanks for listening. If you've stayed with us this long, um, I really think Topwater is going to start kicking here soon. I really think that uh, it is. It already is. Look, it's already it's already the hat's already munching, which is a good sign. Look at that. It's just it's right on the lip. It's right where you want. Oh, he's spitting up shat on my computer. Yeah. He's seizing. <laughs> He's seizing. <laughs> Jeez. But all right, guys. I've got nothing else. Brad, you got anything? No. Uh Justin, Brad, myself, our links are all be down in the description below. Um, feel free to come by, look at some of the stuff we're doing, and thanks for coming. See ya. Thanks for See tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. 
Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures. Your Midwest premier paddle sports destination. Go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina. The beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.